Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast, where we strive to help you become fitter, healthier, and happier in every way. As always, I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm fired up. And we're on the mic, and we're ready to come at you with six must-haves, six things you must do to have the perfect workout. Because all the time, people say, I go to the gym, but how do I get these crazy workouts that you have? How do I burn a 1,000 calories on the Apple Watch? So we're going to jump into kind of telling you how you're going to have have a great workout, a balanced workout, a healthy workout. And these are the six components where if you do this, you're going to have just about as perfect of a workout as you can. But before we jump into that, you know, a lot of people have been asking us more and more, hey, I want to know more about your online coaching. I see all these transformations you have, you know, obviously, you're the real deal. If you have over 1500 successful transformations, it's such a high success rate. And you know, this is our whole life, we don't put ads on this podcast, we don't do anything like that. We do this podcast for free. We do the YouTube videos for pretty much for free. You know, we just wanted to help people and this really allows us to help people one-on-one to physically work with someone. So if you want to hire myself or Kyle and get the best results possible, click the top link in the description to learn more about what we do, what our online coaching is, what it entails and how you can apply. So once again, that will be the top link in the description down below. You can check that out, colossusfitness.com. So just wanted to go ahead and say that to help people have an avenue to get the best results possible to get the results they deserve leading into the summer here but now we're going to jump into the episode and number one my first biggest tip is you got to mentally prepare if you don't know what you're training that day you don't know uh, what time you're going you're already going to fail right for me i need to know what am i hitting today i'll start to think literally sometimes in the morning when i wake up and i'm on my walk or i'm doing my thinking i'll be like okay what what's on the agenda today because if it's legs i need to get in that right mindset i need to get fired up i need to get focused you know is it a really fun day? Is it a push day? Am I going to just go in there and obliterate and get a nasty pump? You know, you got to find a way to sell it to yourself. Get yourself in that zone. Get yourself excited. Maybe I wake up. I'm feeling tired. I feel like I got hit by a truck. I don't feel good, but I know it's the best day I need to go. I don't really want to use my rest day. I need to say mentally, how am I going to get in that state? How am I going to get this done? How am I not only going to get it done, but how am I going to make it a great workout? So some things I like to do are I'll listen to some hype music. You know, I'll listen to some really motivating music at the house or in the car ride over. I'll take it a little bit extra pre, you know, maybe I'll have a little bit more caffeine. Maybe I'll watch a motivational video. I personally love like if I'm doing a leg day, I'll search leg day motivation or chest day motivation on YouTube. You get some speakers screaming to you about how you got to train hard and some dude just or some girl just crush it in the gym. And it's just really motivating to me to kind of have that on. And mentally, it's getting me in that state of, okay, I need to get there. I need to get this. I need to get this going. I know what time I'm going. I know what I'm doing. And just take that kind of that guesswork out. It makes it easier if you have a routine. You know, it's always good to review, especially, you know, if you're one of our clients. I know a lot of clients will look at the form videos in advance make sure they knew all the movements they're about to do get excited for that workout to come so number one starts in that mental space prime yourself get yourself set up now what do we do once we walk in the gym coach kyle and number two is going to be a proper warm-up and or mobility and this is going to be different now before for every single person it's going to be so unique and so different and it's a matter of what works best for you and honestly there's some days i might need you know five minutes there's some days i might need you know a couple extra minutes right it really depends on how you're feeling it depends on what you're going to be working um, the biggest thing, you know, and for me, usually I'll go for a morning walk. So I don't feel the need to, you know, really go for a big like stair stepper or, or big walk before, you know, any of my workouts because I've already done that, you know, kind of before that. But I will spend some time mobilizing and doing some dynamic, um, just warm up stretches, right? You're not going to be doing a static, static stretch. You're not going to be holding your, you know, just your, your, um, you know, knees, uh, to your chest or doing, a, you know, arms across the chest or anything like that. That's not going to be ideal for you. But if it's a leg day, I'm going to do some 90 90, some cat cows, kind of just make sure 
that you're warming up the specific muscle groups that you're going to be working, right? You know, if you're doing upper body, you can do some band pull-aparts, you can do some arm swings, you know, you can do some push-ups as well. Just start to get the movements going, start to feel good. Um, and then you'll be jumping right into uh, what we're going to be doing for number three. Motion is lotion and, you know, warm up the areas you need to. Um, if I'm doing upper body, I'm not going to spend 10 minutes warming up my legs. Of course, it's good to warm up your whole body, get grooving and moving. Um, but especially, too, if you know you have an injury or history with something, if your shoulders are bad, spend a little bit more time, you know, working on it, especially on those more complex joints. Shoulders are ball and socket. They move a million different ways. We want to really get them moving in a lot of ways. And more than anything, we want to get loose and limber, you know, and everyone has different time. If you're someone who doesn't have a ton of time in the gym, there are other ways you could do this. You can save time by walking to the gym, parking a little bit further away, you know, getting quick walk, warming up in between your warm up sets. There are ways to optimize it, and everyone will be at a different position in their journey. And maybe some people are more injury prone than others. You really need to evaluate what you need to do. And, you know, even passes, it's really good kind of having like a little routine before you work out. So when I do legs, I've always done leg kicks. I like front back leg kicks, side sides, and then I'll kind of warm up with a red band. That's all I really personally do. And mentally, it gets me in that zone of okay i've done this i feel safe now i feel good i'm warming up i'm doing all my little bites starting with the bar plate two plate three plate four plate and then into my working weight and i feel good there but even me like it's like an NFL kicker, you know, they'll have those routines, they'll have those little things to prime them in that mindset of what they need to do. And that can be like a security blanket as well, right? Knowing that we've done something, knowing that we have that little bit of a start can be really beneficial. Um, I guess a good 2.5 could be activation if that so interests you. If you're someone who struggles with activation, you could spend a few minutes kind of working this into your warm up and mobility section. So activation movements could be, you know, doing things like different glute movements, working on adduction, abduction, working on power, working on speed. This could also be, you know, prime with a band, um, doing banded rows to really activate your lats, get them fired up, doing some light curls, anything like that. Um, you know, activation is kind of a higher level tactic and really depends on what your goals are. And some people do get a lot of a kick out of it. I personally don't do any of this myself, but it is really preferential and I do see the benefit, but I also really like kind of a power building approach. I like starting with strength. So I really kind of get my mind primed in there. But if you're focusing on bodybuilding growth, this is a fantastic option as well. Number three is going to be just, you know, getting into compounds. So in my opinion, uh, you know, really just starting with your meat and potatoes, whether you're bodybuilding, strength training, whatever it may be, um, you can just go ahead and change the intensity, focus, and or reps you do. If I'm bodybuilding, and I just want the world's biggest legs. I want my legs to never fit in a pair of jeans again. I just want to have some massive, <laughs> massive legs. I'm probably going to do a little bit higher rep. I'm going to go slow on the way down. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to squeeze the whole way. It's going to look very different than when I'm powerlifting. When I'm powerlifting, I'm freaking just trying to power that out i'm going down and powering up like i'm trying to throw that weight up to the ceiling you know it's just two different very styles of training both have their benefit and results and you know once again for bodybuilding as well there is a lot of merit in strength training too um, but once again these are small little changes regardless the benefit of starting with a compound movement is that you're working multiple muscles at once, especially when you're fresh. Uh, very often people will say, oh, you know, like when their routine gets switched up, if they do squats last, like I was so weak. It's like, of course you were like, you're tired. You know, that's like working all day for 12 hours and then taking a test you're going to do way worse than if you took that test first thing in the morning right like fatigue is a thing especially physically so that's something you want to keep in mind and that's why you really want to focus on that meat and potatoes as you start your bench your squat your deadlift your ohp your anything that's you know working multiple muscles and this could be extended to things like hip thrust this could be extended to a numerous amount of things but in my opinion it's a little bit wasteful to come in and just start with bicep curls you know those are really isolated movements that we can save for later in the workout so definitely 
definitely start with those compounds. You know, at the start, it does go a long way. And just jumping into the next one, we're going to go into the accessory wounds, right? Your compounds are done. You're nice and warmed up. You're feeling great. Um, you know, just your body's ready to go. And another thing that I wanted to talk about here, right? So Josh was talking about, you know, just um, the compounds, how they just work so many different things. But you also, when do when you do ex, um, accessory movements, you also still want to continue working on the multi-joint movements and then work into the single joint movements. So for example, um, I would never program a, uh, you know, a, a dumbbell hammer curl before doing the lat pull downs or the seated rows like very situational I'd say maybe a few times depending on what the person's situation is maybe at their home or you know just whatever it is maybe bodybuilding stuff but you know you want to think about it right so if you think of a lat pull down you're going to be getting your back and you're also going to be getting your biceps right so if you do that and start to do those types of movements the seated row the t-bar row and that type of stuff and then at the very end you would go more into the biceps and kind of the smaller things that are just smaller muscle groups you know um, I just really think that a lot of times people will kind of just you know so many conversations hey what's your routine and they're just kind of doing random things and looking around the gym and just kind of picking and choosing. And at a certain point, it's only going to work for a limited amount of time, right? So, you know, when looking at a routine, like we make sure to fully focus on, okay, you know, which is going to give everyone the biggest bang for their buck. And if you're just, let's say, you know, fatiguing your, uh, I, I keep using the bicep example, but you're fatiguing your biceps just from doing endless amount of curls, and then you can't even properly do uh, the back movements, you're going to be a cent- not wasting your time, but you're not going to be getting the results that you deserve. So every single routine, is fully structured to kind of take you down like a ladder of the most bang for your buck when you have the most amount of energy you know it's kind of like your morning right we do get just like we get um you know decision fatigue throughout the day we also get muscle fatigue of course as you probably know so once again accessory movements but they still have to be chose chosen i guess you could say in a correct way um, a lot of our clients will say hey can i switch around the movements um and you know it's very situational i think it depends if at the end of your workout we have you know bicep curls and tricep pushdowns program cool switch that around but you want to be be careful with, you know, just picking and choosing because, you know, if you're here to get some great results, which I know you all are, they are set up usually specifically for, um, you know, just uh, the best results possible. Absolutely. And also we apologize because we say absolutely a ton when we're editing sometimes or try and chop some of them out it's it's a bad habit it's it's funny being a podcaster you know you're just used to talking and when it's really uh you know like broadcasted you're like oh shoot you notice all the funny little things you say and even with youtube we've had so many phases we had one on every youtube video we go geez and it was like a whole thing so bear with us we're not perfect we try our best who knew we'd be podcasters so we're trying to improve we're trying to grow and make this as great as possible but anyway I caught myself there. So, hey, something to work on. But number five, if, uh, you know, the workout is a Sunday, this is when we need to add that chair on top. Here's where we add that extra push, that little bonus, especially if you got the time. Not everyone has time for this. You know, if you've crushed a good workout, we're probably talking 45 to 75 to 90 minutes, depending on your level of focus intensity and what you're doing. Powerlifters, if you're in there 90 minutes, that's a short day. I feel like sometimes it just takes a long time. So everyone's going to be different. So this is where it could be different from everyone. But I do love some form of cool down or bonus and what I mean by this is this is a great time for you to train abs this is a great time for you to stretch this is a great time for you to do cardio you know this is where you can kind of add in those little extra things myself I do like like a little cool down in 10 minutes of cardio I find it just kind of it's that stamp on that workout I feel good I like that I can fire up a funny YouTube video and just let myself kind of come down from that intensity of training I like to train abs about three days a week after my workout 
don't always have the time to do that. And if I don't, I'll do it at home. And maybe you're someone who absolutely no way do you have time after you're on your lunch break. You got to be in and out of there. That's cool too. Go on walks, go on different things throughout the day. But we're talking perfect workout. Having that cool down is just really, really good. And, you know, feel nice, quick stretch, whatever it may be, you know, focus that area as well that you were training. There's not really a need, in my opinion, to spend 15, 30, 45 minutes, an hour on stretching um, or in particular abs after. Because you have to keep in mind the physical exertion and burnout you can experience from that you know if you worked out for an hour and then you're doing an hour of this stuff you're doing all these things like sometimes you do want to split it up because it can make you resentful if you feel like you're spending your whole life there some people love it they love being in the gym they love talking to people they want to take all their time there it's their happy place it's cool if you like that you can keep grinding doing all these things but in the perfect kind of workout these are things i like to work in obviously the duration of them will depend on the day uh the workout the amount of time i've had but these are the little extra things you can add as well so well said and you know we're going to jump into number six is just making sure not to neglect the small things you know these are the things that will really add up over time um you know just uh yeah so like even just when i look at a lot of programs that just things are so all over the place um you know just for me i just personally want to say like you know if you got some weak points let's program that in let's focus on that you know just the mobility side of things like uh you know josh had just mentioned as well you know just and this is the thing is like i personally would rather do my mobility like on my free time if i'm watching a show at home you know sometimes Sometimes I'll do abs after the workout, but if I ever feel like it's kind of like a chore to be there, that's where I kind of, you know, um, draw the line. And even just for myself personally, cardio outdoors or just something adventurous is like way better and just leaves me kind of craving the gym a bit more because I'm not in there as, as, as much as I love the gym or people think I absolutely love it. I'd rather kind of just be there for the strength training and then do other things outside as well. But that's my personal preference. But once again, you know, the small things such as the rear delts, you know, the glutes, all the weak points, you know, whatever it is, you know, for some people, it might be calf raises for some people, we might need to do a bit of of extra chest volume because you know you just might be someone who struggles with growing your chest um, and that's why as having a coach comes in handy of course is we're going to look at those photos we're going to look at those measurements we're going to you know take a look at what you're striving for and make those improvements but like Josh said for the first one you know just really making sure that you're working on your mind beforehand after during is going to be one of the most important things for getting a great workout you know I always say you have to be able to conquer your mind before you can conquer your body and that's so true and I know it sounds like a small thing but that's the biggest thing that I feel like a lot of people miss out on so I wanted to make sure that was fully addressed and uh, you guys have that on the top of your head for today well thank you everyone so much for listening for tuning in you know once again you can go ahead and check out the description here we got all of them listed out for you so in case you're like I can't remember all these things check that out you know schedule make sure you got the most out of your workouts you got everything going if you ever have any questions you'd like to submit a question for the podcast question in general question about coaching whatever it may be a recommendation hit us up on insta at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t we're super active there learn more about our coaching by clicking that first link in the description down below we really hope you enjoyed this episode thank you so much for tuning in we'll see you in the next one peace and love